investment, okay? If you just pay cash a million dollars, you're only going to get 70 grand a year, right? But you have to put up a million dollars for it. If you only put 200,000 up and you get 45, you're not better shape because you can do more deals. All right, next. And go with stuff that's necessity. Walgreens, grocery stores, auto parts stores, you know, things like that. All right, good luck. Take care. What's up? We got a caller. We got a caller. We got a caller. Good evening, Ben. This is Leo calling from your favorite place on earth, New York City. New York City! <laughs> is there, was, was there a commercial where the guy used to go, where's this sauce from? New York City! Alright, so what's New up? York. What part of New York City? Oh, Queens. Queens. Queens oh, yeah? Yep. Okay. So what can we do for right you? Bye bye. Near Astoria? No, by Regal Park. Regal you Park. Know, like left Rack City. Left Rack City. People don't know, but Left Rack is like two big builders. And you have all these apartments built by a guy named Left Rack. Trump built a shitload of apartments. And then there's some other big shots. But anyway, so what can we do for you? Happens to be that um, a family member of mine has three multifamily homes that they haven't paid the mortgage in about, let's say, eight years. So now she's, you know, she's a little bit of an older age. She's about, I don't know, 65, getting towards like 70, so like, more like 68. And she's thinking, well, you know, I haven't paid the, 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 my, my houses in a couple of years. But uh, I wanted to leave something for the family. Um, she wants to know if she can, how she gets back on track in terms of uh, paying off the mortgage. But now imagine eight years. What, what, what is your experience in that, Ben? Did you say eight years? She couldn't have gone out paid a mortgage in eight years. No bank's going to go for that. Eight years has been... Eight no years has it been a friggin' more on three different properties? On three different properties. <laughs> and is it all the same bank? Uh, two are the same bank. And what are the banks doing? Nothing? They haven't told her nothing? They haven't foreclosed on her? Nothing? Mm, I think they're going through a foreclosure, something like that now. But she got a she got something recently in the mail saying that um, if you get if if we do a payment mortgage payment by the first of next month, then we could get back on on the on the payment or get it back up to date on everything. Listen, it sounds like you know you or somebody needs to step in right away, right away. And get a hold of that settlement agreement letter. You need to cut a deal. If they haven't foreclosed on it or, or started the process or whatever, now's the best time in the world to go in and make a deal and patch things back up with the bank. Okay? All right? Now's the and time. All right? Uh, the, um, what was I going to say? That... Well, the three, one of the properties might be going. Let's say, what happens if it, if it goes through a foreclosure? What should I do from there? 
You know, then you got to try to fight the foreclosure and she ain't going to have much of a leg to stand on because all this happened before the COVID. Listen, whatever the case, the point is this. You're going to get a lot further trying to play with the bank than fight with the bank. All right? Now's the time. Now's the perfect time to go in there and make a deal. There could be some kind of assistance available for her. The bank might be able to give her a sweetheart deal and refinance it if there's equity in the house. Uh, they might require you to put some money up. Whatever. You got to go in and make a deal. It's not, nothing's gonna, nothing good's gonna happen. Let him sit there if you want. I don't care. Let him sit there if you want. Anyway, the <laughs> point is we got a two-year-old here. Uh, the point is, you got to get in there and make a deal. And, you know, when you have a problem, you have to fix it. All right? That's, that's, that's all there is to it. You need to get a hold of both of those banks and saying, okay, you know, my aunt's elderly. I'm here to try to work with you. You know, bring her with you or get her permission. Whatever it is, get in there and find out what's the best deal the bank is willing to make her right now. All right, now do it. Don't waste oh, no time. It's a perfect Those time. Those three properties are worth for a, about three million. Holy shit! Uh, How, much <laughs> How much does she owe? How much does she owe? She owes about almost close to whatever the value is because she took money out of the house. So, is there any equity in it? How much does she owe? Does she owe three million? Mm, maybe like two and a half. Well, what you do with all the damn money? Where'd all the money go? Um, I don't know. You don't know. I wish you told me. You don't know where two and a half million bucks went. <laughs> anyway, listen. You know, it's your, it's your aunt. It's my grandmother. Your grandmother. All right, you got to step in and take control. This, it is what it is. Listen, you know, you, you go to the bank and say, listen, I, I want to hear help my grandmother. You know, she went through rough times, whatever, I don't know. You don't even have to explain. Just say, what's the best deal you guys can make us? Let's cut to the bullshit. What's the best deal? How old is your grandmother? 68. All right. Tell them, listen, my grandmother's almost 70 years old. Yeah, I'm here to help you guys and help her. Is what, what can we do? What's the best deal you can put on the table to clean up this situation? All right? That's where you go. Excuse me. That's where you got to start. All right. The, the issue, too, is nobody's paying the rent, too. Well, who's living there? The whole family? Who's living in the house? Oh, uh, whole families. Yeah, like three. Well, well, the one is like a three family. No, all three are three family ones. Listen, right now, there's plenty of assistance available for anybody to go get help with their rent. So all three of those houses, whoever they are, should be going and getting some help and pay her some rent money for living there. She needs to go cut a deal with the bank and get it because otherwise you're going to lose that half a million dollars worth of equity. All right? Right, right. You got to mm -hmm. go cut a deal with the bank and everybody that's living in the damn house has to start paying rent. All right? You got to clean up the mess. It's a mess. And you got to step in and clean it up. It's worth 500 grand for you to go in there and clean up grandma's mess. Could be worse. It's a big mess. <laughs> it could be worse. You could be in diapers. Then you really be clean up two messes. 
All right, get in there and yeah. clean the mess up. All right, you can do it. You're a smart guy. Get in there, get on the phone with the banks, make a deal. Tell everybody living in the house. Are you living in one of those houses? Tell the truth. Don't lie. No, no, no. Okay, man. listen. Tell everybody in the house is listen. You gotta pay rent. All right. If you don't pay rent, then you gotta go and I gotta find somebody to pay rent. You're gonna lose the freaking houses. Grandma's gonna lose the houses if you don't pay rent. She's gotta pay the bank. The bank's gonna take the house, and then she's gonna dog. God forbid she passes away, and we get nothing. So anyway, clean up the mess. All right. Get in there and do it. You can do it. All right. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank good you. luck yep, to you. you Take got care. It. Thanks. What? Also, also, Ben, let me tell you something. Where's your? I never see your wife, Carla. Where's I Carla? Don't know. I don't know. She's busy. She, you know, my wife's going through a rough time right now. I don't want to get too personal, but you know, she had to take I on see. two other children in her life to take care of, and you know, she's really a great person for doing that. She's taking on two other kids that are, you know, family kids, but you know, it's a lot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, She's got her hands full. She's got this kid's going here. This kid's got to go here. You know, she's going to, you know, different places, daycare, got to go to sports, whatever. But she'll be around. Hey, at least she's home every night. That's all I care about. As long as she's home every night, I'm happy. And she cooks (laughs) dinner every night, I'm good. Otherwise, thanks yeah, for asking, yeah. and uh, take care. Good Looks luck like to you. You need that dinner, Ben. I yeah. don't know what's happening with the gym. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right now, I'm so depressed, I can't even pay attention. But, uh, all right, well, good luck to you. Clean the mess up. Get Grandma straightened out and get that money. Will do, Ben. All right, good Thank luck. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Thanks. What else you got? Anything else? Yeah, Grandma's in trouble. Eight uh, years without away. paying? Crazy. Man, how much money she saved on eight years of two and a half million dollars, and the rate was probably six or seven, eight years ago, or six or five. Holy macaroni. But, hey, you can always work a deal out. You know, banks will make deals with you. They don't want the houses. By the time the banks get done with it, uh, 500000 over three houses, about 150000 each house worth of equity. By the time they foreclose on her, go through all the bullshit with the brokers, try to sell a house, go through the courts, it's not working for them. It's better for the bank to make a deal, it's better for her to make a deal. What do you got? Anything? Nothing. Yeah, David G., thanks for the $5. This. You're supposed to do this? Because I'm a normal person. I'm not nuts. I'm not crazy. I'm not Jewish. I mean, I'm Jewish. Yeah, but I'm not. Only your mother's mother's side. I don't need to slam it every five seconds. Well, you know, I'm a nice person. Yeah, I'm nice. You go through life being nice. It's great. You were against you in life, buddy. Come on, what do you got? David G, thanks for the five dollars. Oh, just went away. You see, what's up with these? David G, I heard that name several times already. I can can read that one. OG. Yeah, David G, he gave us five bucks for triple net. I am worried about what happens to the building when the lease is up. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's a gamble. It's a risk on everything. That's why you want to buy something that has a big name brand. Okay, not some Joe Schmo that has a long-term lease, preferably corporate. And if it ain't corporate, make sure if it's a franchise, like a, a KFC or something, make sure the guy owns about 100 of them. 
you know, go with a long, strong tenant. Go with somebody that's got a long history. Go with, you got to find the right deals like any other type of real estate. You got to look at the right deal. You got to make sure it meets the right criteria of everything you're looking for. You're looking for a strong tenant. You're looking for a good brand. You're looking for a necessity type business. You're looking for a long-term lease with extensions on it. You want to see how, when was the last time the tenant put some money in the place? If it is an older place, and if they're dedicated to it, you got, you know, but there's always a risk. I mean, you know, a mattress firm just told me they're going bye-bye. That was a big company. I never understood how they sold mattresses, that many mattresses. That many people out looking for mattresses, they're everywhere. You know, I mean, people do a lot of sleeping. All right, so, you know, you got to look at all the factors and make sure... You pick the perfect situation where everything lines up, where you're in that safety zone. You know, when I bought that uh, Walgreens over here, they just renewed like a 15-year lease. So I said, well, at least for the next 15 years, I ain't going to worry about shit. You know, and it's a Walgreens, and there's not another one that close, so I don't think it's going dark. Well, it wouldn't go dark anyway, because even in the 15 years, if it goes dark, they're still going to pay you. Anyway, you know, do your homework. Make sure you know what the hell you're buying, and make sure you you got you know you're in the safety zone. What else you got? Ig, thanks for the four ninety nine. What do you think on investment in New Jersey for income? I don't know. You know, every neighborhood's different. You got good. You got bad. You got A, B, C locations. You know, Jersey's. I don't know Jersey. I never really crossed the bridge that much and went through the tunnel. You know. uh... Every day, you go anywhere and make money. It's all about finding a deal, you know, and making sure the numbers make sense, you know. But you're going to find a lot of parts of New Jersey the numbers don't make sense, you know. Prices are still too high. Or you can go around and just, you know, offer the shit out of something and lowball everything until you get a break, you know. The harder you try, the more you're going to find, you know. So, anywhere, Jersey, Penn, I don't know, just get out there, see what the market is, and see what's out there. Do your homework. Scooter Mueller, thanks for the four ninety nine. What's up with this four ninety nine? dollars What sorry. am I, a $5 less store? Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. I just went down. All right, anyway, Rafael, don't worry. You'll get to eat this week. You'll get Crazy a new bike. Jewish. Thanks for the four ninety nine. If you go to the synagogue on Yom Kippur, God may stop the money bleeding. You just just give it a shot. I'll see. Me and God got our own relationship. Wait, wait, wait. I got my own relationship with God. Where, is, right? where even is the nearest synagogue? Plus, I don't want to go to the synagogue. Uh... I don't even know where the nearest one is. I got in trouble once because I used my, uh, you know, nobody knows what this is. I used my sitsis to blow my nose. That's a rule. That's a, that's, I'll send you to hell for that one. Hey, thank God I wasn't the tallest. All right, what do you got? Nobody Kansas knows what I'm talking farming. about. The Thanks Jews. for the $2. The what? $2? Kansas farming. Cost more than that to process. We have a caller. We have a caller. The next caller is going to be a baller. Nobody there. No baller. Up. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you? How can we help you? I was calling. All right. I'm selling the property, right? You're Man, selling the property. George. This George sells me. George. 
Fellsmere, George. George from Fellsmere. How many apartments you rented for us, George? I only rented one. You only rented one goddamn apartment? <laughs> and, and don't tell me we didn't pay you, ass. Tell us. Tell us. How much do we pay you? You paid me $300 or something? I gave you $300 and you rented one apartment. How many vacancies? You know how, many, how, many, how many vacant apartments? Poor. That's why. You can't rent something that's already full. Wait a second. Oh, small. I ain't got no vacancies. Well, thanks, George. I appreciate it. But you sure ain't got no empties over there? Not no regular. Well, let me tell you, if a building's full, that means you need to go buy and get some more multi-housing. And even though it looks like the boondocks, if the property's full, then, you know, you should be buying some rentals out there. So what's up, George? How you doing? I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, you're good. I was going to tell Ben, it's a hotel around here, too. You can turn it into apartments. And it's for sale. But that's later. Is a hotel Um, you want to turn into apartments? No, I said it would be good to turn into apartments. Like a quarter apartment. It can be done. It can be done, you know, if it's the right hotel with the right layout and the right square footage and the right price. It can be done. Send us the information. Call my son up. Maybe we'll do it with you. Okay. You can be our point man up there. What do you got? What do you got? I'm se- all right, I'm selling uh, two houses, right? But they've been in the family for like 15 years. So I, I sent letters to the tenants to say, hey, we're selling your property. Um, you got the chance to buy it or we'll be selling it. And I just need to get in there and take pictures. Where they were like, "We why didn't you tell us before we pay rent on the first? If you're not paying rent next month, we're going to use that as our security deposit. To find something else. Yeah, but did and you I'm tell trying him, to make it. Did you Go tell ahead. him, listen, you're not moving right away. It takes time to That's sell a house. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. I, didn't, I didn't. But now they don't want to pay rent. And they want to use that security deposit for next month. So how do you deal with selling a property with a tenants in it? Like, I ever done it, they don't want you to sell it. <sighs> it sounds like they can't buy the place. You know, so, you know, I'm going to tell you, you know, you, you know, what you want to do is just listen, you know, communication is, is really, you know, if you can go there and communicate with them and say, listen, you know, the point is this, it, I can't sell nothing overnight. I'm going to have to give you at least 30 days notice before you have to leave. Okay. When I give you the 30 days notice. Then you can worry about leaving. Right now, you ain't got to move, so pay your rent and don't worry about it. And we might not even be able to sell, tell them. You know, we just we want to see right. because, you know, my family needs the money or, you know, and, you know, and um, the times are rough. What are we going to do? You got to go try to communicate with people, explain to them. And then tell them, listen, if you need help paying your rent, you know, there's agencies out there to help them too. You know, with moving, you know, whatever, you know. Right. You, you better go try to, you know, try to make up talk with them. You better go talk to them. You're a smart guy. You know how to talk to people. And go talk to yeah. them and tell them, uh, and tell them, you know, listen, this is the situation. I'm not selling tomorrow. I- I'm going to give you 30 days notice before you got to move. As soon as I know for sure that I'm selling it, like when you get a guy that goes hard on a contract, 
that's when you have to give notice. And make sure when you right. sell it, you tell them, listen, I can't sell until 30 days and, you know, give notice to tenants 30 days. But go over there and make a deal with them and kiss up and make up and okay. tell them, listen, you got to pay your rent. You know, pay your rent. Okay. I'm not selling right now. No, nothing's selling in this market. You tell them whatever the hell you got to tell them. Get that goddamn rent money. All right. All right. I was going to tell them, I plan on giving you a $500 to... If I do sell it, I don't. There you go. Like tell them that, but tell them, tell them you're gonna give them time okay. to move. You're gonna have time to move. I'm gonna give you 500 okay. bucks. Everything's gonna be fine. Just please work with me here. Pay the rent. Let's you know, and just you know, that's it. All right. Right. All right. Good luck Got to it. you. I'll be seeing you soon. I'm gonna contact you when I'm coming out that way. I'll let you All buy right, me man, lunch. All right. Take care, George. All right. Bye. All right. So what else we got? Are we done for the night? Yeah, we have, uh, we're over, over an hour, right? right. Oh, over an hour. That's enough. I'm tired. I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do tomorrow to straighten my life out. I appreciate all everybody that's been sending me information on how to invest money. I don't know that goddamn, uh, what's it called? Crypto scares me. Because I don't know where the hell money's going. What does it mean? Crypto and Bitcoin and, you know, the money's just floating around or what? I don't know. Yeah. We just got to say thank you to some super chats. Some people just threw uh, Oh, throw chat. in a super chat. Let's super chat. Hey, let's have a chat. A super chat. Piranha Canals, thanks for the $10. What do you think about mobile homes on permanent foundation and land? Thanks for having part of your life on camera. Mobile homes on permanent foundations? Yep. That's a high-class mobile home, baby. Uh, I mean, you know, it depends. Is it a park? Is it sitting on land by itself? I mean, you know, everything has a value. You know, I mean, if you can rent it or if you can sell it and somebody wants to live there. You know, I've dealt with, you know, I haven't dealt with a lot with mobile homes, but manufactured housing is housing. You know, if it serves a purpose to house somebody and you collect rent, then, or somebody wants to buy it to live in, then it's got a value and you rent it out. I mean, you should be trying to rent it out cheaper because manufactured housing is a lot less value, you know, considerably than the um, stick-built housing. So, you know, it's fine. I, I mean, I used to, you know what I made a lot of money on? The manufactured housing, they used to bring them in by trucks. But they bring in 140 of them and, you know, and they all set up like fourplexes. It's called cardinal housing. I own a lot of cardinal housing that was built back in the 80s and it was fine. I bought it, I fixed it, I rented it, I sold it. I mean, anything is, has a value if it's livable and there's somebody that wants to live in it and pay for it. So, yeah, do it. Do anything you can to make money. I don't care if it's a mobile home park or whatever it is, as long as it's legal and... And somebody that's decent enough for somebody to live in and you can make money on it, do it. What else you got? Shaw, Shaw Merritt, thanks for the four ninety nine. Ben, you should buy the land next to Madeira Beach Marina and build a nice condo or hotel. Madeira Beach Marina, I think all that property was already bought up and a big hotel just went up. If that's what you're talking about, I don't know. I'll look into it. Madeira Beach Marina. But I think it's already been done, and there's big development plans going on right now. But I did bid on all that land, but then I got outbid. 
I'm not a developer. I ain't putting out no big money on development. What else you got? William Burkhead, thanks for the $5. Ben, did you ever take downtime once you made a few million? <coughs> How do you avoid burnout? When is the next seminar? Thank you. I mean, you know, I, I definitely, you got to take downtime once you make your money. And, you know, you got to enjoy life. I've done plenty of vacations, traveling, you know, not as much as I want to. But let me tell you, I'm going to be free from this prison in four more years, baby. Maybe three if you graduate a year early. If you really cared about me and you really wanted me to enjoy my life and stop my retirement and be free, He'll do it in about three years, okay? We'll see. I'm happy to do it. Good. Let's happy. see you do it. So, anyway, um, what else you got? Jake Y, thanks for the four ninety nine. Ben, I'm closing on my first deal in two weeks. Thanks to you and your family. Thanks, guys, and what's up, Aaron? Keep doing your thing, dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you very much. What do you do? I will. What do you do? Closing his first deal in two weeks. Congratulations. I hope you make money on it. Good deal. Good deal. You should be ringing the bell. Whenever somebody closes the deal, we should have the bell to ring or get me the rubber chicken. Chucky, where's your chicken? All right. What else you got? Anything else? Anybody else? Heath Sims. Thanks for the $5. Ben, you ever heard of salad? Salad? Yeah, I know all about salad. It comes right before you. you get a meal. Salad is what you enjoy on your way to the big steak, baby. I love salad, but not too much. You know, it's just to get you started, get your stomach going, because something good's getting ready to come. So you just give it that little teaser with the salad. All right? What else? Softla Ben, 10. Thanks for the $5. What do you know about collecting rents and putting in a sweep account and making interest off of it? An OG property manager was telling me about this. All right. A sweep account is, it's really in banking. It has to do with banking. You put the money in account, the bank sweeps it out, some banker comes with a broom and a dustpan, sweeps up your money, and he goes, puts it somewhere else where he claims he's making more money because he's invested in something that's paying more money, and then he gives you a piece of that action. I believe that's the way it works. They sweep the money out, they put it in a can and somewhere where it's making more money with the other money that the bank has, and then they split the profit with you. So you get a little more interest than you would just sitting in their account doing nothing. That's my opinion. Verify it with a banker, but it's very common on any kind of operating accounts to have a sweep account come in and sweep up. That's what the goddamn banks do. They like to clean up, clean up your money. What else you got? Anything? IGH Properties. Thanks again for the $99.99. Ben. $99.99. Ben, I, I outspent the doctor. Real estate investors make more money than doctors anyways. I'm only running for Section 8 now, so if tenants don't pay, I'm still making money, baby. Well, you're a smart guy. You're doing exactly what I did. 
I mean, you know, that's the benefit. You rent a Section 8 and you, you work with agencies and help low-income people and, and play with the program, then it pays off because you got security. You got the government backing you up, you know, guaranteeing you they're going to gonna, uh, pay you that money. So I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I wish I was in your shoes because I'm not in those shoes. Shagad M, thanks for the $5. Hey, Ben, thanks for... For your insights, when do you think the real estate market will crash and when will be a good time to buy? You know, right now we're in uncharted waters. You know, everybody's holding on, but I'm telling you now, and everybody's got a prediction. And and half the time, people predict the right thing. Why? Because you're either right or you're wrong. You got a 50% chance. It's like going, it's like when my wife goes to the roulette table. You know, she either plays the black or the red. Why? Because she knows she's got a 50-50 chance of winning. You know? So, um, you know, I'm predicting we don't know what the hell's going on now. The government's really pumped up the economy to keep it going. But I think it's inevitable. The banks aren't getting the money they need on their mortgages. Landlords aren't collecting rents right now. And, and you can't even blame the companies not paying them because they're not making no money. The movie theaters are suffering. The restaurants are suffering. The hotels are empty. You know, gyms are empty. And then, you know, they suffer. The landlord suffers. Everybody's suffering. Uh, I think that there's plenty of people, I'm one of them, ready to cash out. So, like I said, I'm putting properties on the market right now for mega millions Less than I thought they were worth and what I would have took before this shit started. So now's a great time to go out and look for bargains. Okay? It's always a good time to look for bargains. But now, there's a lot of scared people out there. They just don't want to tell nobody they're scared. But I would be out there lowballing stuff. Because like I said, you know, you put some money in front of somebody. These days, they're going to think twice. The stock market's going up. The stock market's going down. It's like a brand new boat. I had a wax and everything. Everything's working. The air conditioning's working. The generator's working. It'll cruise at 40 miles an hour. It's got two sleeping compartments. It's got a refrigerator. It's got a microwave. You can take a shower and use the bathroom in it. What the hell else do you want? All under 27, 8 feet. Made by formula. Come on, 30 grand. Come on down to Clearwater and let's make a deal. What else you got? Andres Estronza, thanks for the $5. I submitted an Ask Ben question. Looking for a tenant help on Force Major. I mean, Major. Force Major? Major claim. Force majeure. Is that somebody looked that up? Is that some friggin' French word they came up with? Fuck you, force majeure. Force majeure, from my understanding, means that it was, uh, you know, the government or somebody major came in like a war, or government or something, shut you down. I'm trying to fight that honestly with my tenant, saying, listen, you know, it ain't force majeure. A virus doesn't classify for that. And let's make a deal, okay? I'm making deals, all right? So 
it's best to make a deal. If the tenant's trying to pull that, say, listen, it's, he ain't got no legal. My lawyer said he got no legal way to stand on it. If that was the case, there'd be a million lawsuits, billions of lawsuits. It's not fair to say that. It's best to we all buckle down together. Let's make a deal. What's fair to everybody? How much can you afford to pay? Let's put it on the back end. I've even given away some rent to some big shot clients. They squeezed me, you know, where I had to abate some rent. You know, it depends on the situation. It depends on the type of business they're in. You know, what's fair is fair. You know, but everybody needs to be fair with each other under these circumstances right now. You know, but force majeure means they ain't paying your shit. And they're out of here. I think it means they have to leave, too. So be careful. If they're trying to stay and claim it, I don't think that works. That's just the force majeure is when you have to leave the premises. So what else you got? That's all for tonight. That's it. That's all the super That's chats. it. All right. Good night. Good luck. And take care. Be safe. And uh, keep looking for real estate. Bye. Adios, amigo. Money to make money. Niggas gotta know that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people, you know, go through what they go through because most of the times in their head and their mind, they have limits. I feel like if you re remove the limits that's in your mind, like for instance, if you say, okay, cool, this this month I'm finna make, this is like me if I say, this month I'm finna make 50000 then you probably make a little less than that. But if you if you remove it, you know what I'm saying? If you remove the limit, just, man, I'm gonna make, or dream big, like, make it crazy. Don't just have a low limit to your life with anything that you do. Like, always think big, dream big, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Because if you put a limit on anything, you're gonna have the limit or lower, you feel me? So. Cut the limits out or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And always think big, dream big, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say no matter how successful I get, I'm going to always be a student to, I'm going to always be a student to learning success, you know what I'm saying? No matter how big I get, I'm going to always be a student to learning success because it's always going to be something that you don't know about that somebody in a better position can teach you. Some people be so like negative to certain situations that they block it out. But me personally, if you want to get successful, you always have to be a student to doors of opportunity that you never open. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to ask yourself, why is this person a millionaire? Why is this person a billionaire? Why is this person driving this? Why is this person living like this? That means something that they know that you don't know. So if you become a student of success, student of billions, student of millions, that's how it's going to open a door for you. You can't be too negative. You can't be, you know what I'm saying? You got to have confidence in yourself about everything that you do. So me to you, I'm just saying be a student, man, to success. Feel me? So I want to let y'all know a lot of people be DMing you about this, about that, you know what I'm saying? If you trying to really get into details about stuff and you need help on anything, just subscribe to my OnlyFans, you know what I'm saying? There's there's going to be something on there you, you want to know or you need to know that can help you because I just feel like 
I'm giving y'all secrets to all types of credit, ways, primaries, this, that, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like people just need to know about it, you hear me? So if you want to know, you know what I'm saying, stuff about life and how to get successful and stuff like that, subscribe to my OnlyFans, man, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be in the bio, man. It's going to be, also, go to my Instagram, bandman underscore kevo, my Twitter, bandman kevo, you feel me? Make sure y'all subscribe to my OnlyFans. Turn it up. cars right so I just felt like I need a sports car man like you know what I'm saying but not a sports car I need a V12 I need something that's fast but very luxury you know what I'm saying something that'll massage your seats you know what I'm saying something that'll really tee you up the right way though man you know what I'm talking about so I just came over this way I'm just like okay yeah, let me turn on the seats and really turn this thing up the right way, though, gang. You know, come on, let's start this thing up. See how much I can get massage while I'm chilling in the back on recliner. You hear me? Okay, let's see it. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Okay. Oh, there it go right there. That's it. That's it. Yes, uh, you dig me? You hear me? This is what I like right here, man. I'm, I'm riding, I'm cooling, gang. You know what I'm talking about? I like this is what I like doing. This is what I like doing. I can't. I'm rolling out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all see how icy a nigga is, though, man. When I want to look at myself, man, I just look at myself in the mirror, though, man. You know what I'm talking about? Make sure I look that. I got to look presentable. You hear me? So I look at myself. I got to make sure everything on point, man. You know what I'm talking about? And I cool. I see. I got my feet. I got my feet out of everything, folks. You feel me? I ain't capping. I'm back here, though, man. You know what I'm saying? I wish they had a look. And if I get hungry, like, I'm I'm down there finna go get me some root crisps or something, right? So what I do, right, these, these, these same way, these the same thing that come on a plane. So, you know what I'm saying? You, whoa, you feel me? I put my root crisps right here. Start blowing. You feel me? I put the root crisps right here. Why the seat massager? You hear me? And go crazy. <laughs> oh, I ain't faking. But yeah, this is what we do though, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the headphones in there. If you if you wanna, if y'all wanna join me one of these days, you know what I'm saying? I hop in the car with me. We out of here, man. You know what I'm talking about? This is a spaceship, gang. We ain't doing no faking. 
Oh yeah, show the teeth. We ain't doing no faking. Yeah, I ain't capping. You hear it? There's a remote back in here though, man. We ain't doing no capping. None. I get it. It's hard explaining it. So that's why I always talk. I ask you for advice because not even for what you're going to say, but more so how you're saying it. You know what I mean? I don't, it's weird, bro. It's yeah. Weird. That's all. If I ever call you and I'm asking you random questions, okay, just know. I, <laughs> I need to, you know, try to glean on what you think. So, um, one, I want to say thank you for uh, coming on the show, man. Um, you're just a real value add. And you don't have to help me. You know what I mean? Like, I think I know you through, like, other people. You showed up at my first event, which was really dope. And then you wanted, like, 15 grand to speak. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. But you ain't know me. You know what I'm saying? It was hey, business and business. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. But, um, no, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man, because I don't think people really get a chance to... I mean, outside of Clubhouse, but really just in a relaxed format of just, like, just giving the game. Because you know what? You're never really on the mentor seat in Clubhouse. You're always the person hosting other people. Mm -hmm. So you're the one asking the questions, for the most part, that I that I see. Mm -hmm. Like, you're facilitating. Like, you'll get all your friends together, and you'll ask them questions. Mm -hmm. And I just don't get a chance to... Now, I do, but I don't get a chance to hear you kind of just just mentor and teach outside of, you know, your, your systems and strategy and stuff. So, thank you. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. I got to do a quick commercial, okay? <coughs> um, so, the this episode is sponsored. I'll say something. Think of something really deep, okay? Because you got to close this out with something deep. 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 You got to be. You know, we ain't talk about, we ain't talk about my online business school. Let's talk we even about your online but, business but we like, school. Like, like, it's like this, like, right? And we stopped right at the agency, but see, it was like one more layer. Like, the next layer was... I don't got nowhere to go, Speck. Let's go. It's, it's I'm like, trying to be respectful of your time. It's I'll another layer. i you for hours, bro. It's another layer. Let's go to the other layer. Okay, so, oh, first off, what was the awards? You was like top 500... Fast Inc. Five Thousand. Inc. Five Thousand. <clears throat> what is that? What is that list? So basically, Inc. Five Thousand, out of eighteen million companies in America, Inc. Magazine put together the top five thousand fastest growing companies out of the eighteen million, and my company was number two hundred sixty second out of eighteen million companies. Dang, fastest growing company this year. We got two companies making. My agency is going to make it on there. And my academy is going to make it on. At 18 million, there's a list of 5,000. Out of 5,000, you're like top 200 something. Top 10%. Dang. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's right. Made the top 3%. How long did it take you to do that? Three years. You started three years later, you're one of the top 300 companies, fastest growing companies. I started off. My first year in business, I made like 60K. Then the second year, I had 700,000. My third year, 
I was at two million. No. Okay. What did you do to go from sixty to seven hundred? <laughs> I need to know that. <laughs> Something happened, bro. Well, it was it was it was those three key elements, bro. Golly. That's it. That's it. I, like I ain't the sharpest tool in the draw. Consistency, persistence, and relationships, your network. Yep. People. And you have two companies that's gonna make it this year. Two this year, yeah. I think this I think this year I'm gonna make like around like two thousand, two thousand on one and probably like a thousand on the other. Two different companies? Oh, because that two different companies. Oh, so th- I'm sorry, but the, the one company, they made it already. So it's two fresh companies? Or that so I was already making it again gotcha. for the okay, second time. Gotcha. And then the Academy is making it for the first time. So I made the list three. It's going to be three times total. Oh, wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's the hardest award to win in business. What are the factors? Do you know? Growth. How fast is your company growing? Hmm. That's the only element. The second hardest award to win in business is the Entrepreneur 360 Award. That's that's an award that Ink Mag, I mean Entrepreneur Magazine, facilitates, and they do it based off of innovation. Entrepreneur 360. Yeah. Okay. They do it based on innovation, revenue, leadership, and Product. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but I think those are the four. And we made that list two times in a row. Really? Dang. Excuse me. Yep, we made that list twice in a row. And and it's for the best probably owned companies in America. So with these awards in mind, because I one, I honestly didn't even like think of it. So I'm not like, do you focus on speed? I I love speed. I tell my team I'd rather speed any day. Like, let's fix it later. Really? Yep. I'd rather you I'd rather you 70% done than a hundred percent lagging. Don't lag. Don't drag your feet. Don't try to be perfect. I need it now. <laughs> That's how you get all these lists. I need, sure. it. I need it now. You know, break it, learn, get back at it. I let my team fail as much as they want to fail. But you have to learn throughout the process. So when they do things, they make mistakes, they go. You know what happens a lot of times when you have employees? They come to you like, oh, hey, Spec, I got this for $50. Should we buy it? Should we buy it, yes or no? What was... Never came across this motherfucking video. Nigga got me mad like this. You faggot motherfucking bitch. That's what you is, Charleston White. That's what the fuck you is, nigga. Okay? How many times I got to make videos about your bitch ass, nigga? How many times I got to check your bitch ass? I told you, motherfucker, to watch what the fuck you say, you dumb motherfucker. 
You bitch ass nigga. I don't agree with no motherfucking nation of Islam. The reason why I don't agree with them because they don't believe the same thing that the regular Muslims believe. They are not Sunni. Okay? They don't believe what we believe. They don't believe in life after death. They don't believe in judgment day, nigga. The Quran says clearly talks about judgment day and warns you of judgment day, motherfucker. All these books warn a judgment day. Okay? Now you sitting here taking a risk talking about God and saying that he don't exist when you don't know what the fuck is out there in the motherfucking universe, you dumb motherfucker. Okay? You ain't been on this motherfucking earth, nigga, no more than 40 or 50 years, you old dolphin looking motherfucker. Probably younger than me. I'm about to be 50 motherfucking years old, nigga. And your ass looks 65, motherfucker. Dolphine ass motherfucker talking all that motherfucking shit. If I don't got nothing good to say about somebody, I'm not going to say nothing at all. If somebody come at me and they got a problem with your bitch ass, then I got to come back and check your dumb ass again. Until you listen to what the fuck people are saying about your stupid ass nigga. Having the finances, man, is just like a business. Your music is a business. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Even. How are you so good at music and then when it comes to the business or contracts or uh, finances, you don't know anything about it. But you talking about... you. You clearly just doing music for no reason. And in your head, you're not thinking that I'm going to be the biggest rapper in the world. Okay. What comes with being the biggest rapper in the world? Damn, lawyers, um, accountants, uh, taxes. Um, you feel me? That's how you got to think. That's the only way that you're going to really be the top nigga in the world. You know what I'm saying? I don't see no other way of being the biggest rapper in the world if you ain't thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just going to the studio doing some music because clearly you're wasting your money. Also, if you go start your LLC, let's say whatever you call your LLC, Trap Boy or Big Dog LLC, right? So if you got an LLC and it's about music, from the studio should be a write-off. When you go in the studio and you pay for your studio time, Let's say if you spend five hours a day in the studio, everything should be a write-off. All the clothes you buy, you as an artist, should be a write-off. The cars you're driving, it should be a write-off. Where you stand should be a write-off. You're an artist, you're an entertainer, always. Every, when you go in the strip club, you, I need 5,000 ones, but give me a receipt. You feel me? Get that to your account. That should be a write-off because you're an artist, you're a brand, but before you ask anybody for one thing, make sure you give 10 and be proactive. So many times people, oh, if you need me that, just let me know I'm coming. No, say, yo, I'm here. What you need me to do? Mm, I like that. And, and be intentional about your relationships. Every last thing you do should be intentional. You shouldn't leave your house unless it aligns with your goals. No matter who you're dealing with, it has to make sense. That's the only way you can trim the fat. I say I like I would rather throw away a hundred pennies to get four quarters. Surround yourself around quality people 
that's going to help you get to your mission, who think like you, who move like you, who's going to make sure they push you and motivate you. Because sometimes who's going to motivate the motivator? So you got to have those people that's going to be a cheerleader. So when shit hit the fan, you got somebody that's going to support you. When your back is against the wall, you have people that's going to jump and defend you. And just go at it, man. Don't give up till you get what you what you need and what you're looking for. You know, the day that you gave up could have been the day that you made it. I love it, man. Listen, you can't close out a podcast no more, no better than that. Listen, man, go follow my brother Spectacular, man. Do me a favor. Go get you some social proof, man. I want you to go build something, okay? Lock in. Be consistent. Be persistent. Focus on your relationships. This is one of those podcasts you probably need to just listen to for the whole month, okay? Just listen to it because there's so many uh, gems being dropped. So go get you some social proof, okay? Go build something, and I want you to uh, come back to the community and teach them how you did it. We are out of here. Peace. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week? From all across the country, you'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week and I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you Would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here, okay? The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship, okay? Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? Every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. TheMorningMeetup.com, a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. Services every motherfucking Friday. You niggas ain't no real motherfucking Muslims till you can put a bomb on your back and one of you niggas blow your ass up. Nigga, them the real motherfucking Muslims. Until you niggas blow your ass up, fuck you niggas. I ain't scared of nine motherfucking Muslims that's part of a Muslim group and they ain't on the white boys' terrorist list over there in Cuba at the Guantanamo Bay facility. Yeah, you niggas go to federal prison. Fuck you niggas. All you niggas went to federal prison did what that white boy said do and you nigga cried like a motherfucker in that federal penitentiary system nigga and you left your kids behind here I ain't never left my kids out here with this big old dick nigga Yeah, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Think y'all gonna scare me and tell me about what y'all gonna do to me? You rape my mama? That's been fuck you, Muslim nigga. You nigga been pedophile for the longest. You nigga been pedophile as long as your religion been in existence, nigga. You nigga been fucking babies and boys and goats and 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 queers as long as Islam been in religion, bitch. I, I used to be one of you niggas, and I and I refused to stop eating pork. So I said, "Fuck you, niggas." Cause I, listen, I sold barbecue four years ago, and the Muslim niggas used to come through, playing like they can taste pork. So one day, 
I cut the motherfucking chopped beef with pulled pork and served it to Muslim niggas, unbeknownst to them. They didn't know they was eating pork. They was chewing that motherfucking pork. Them motherfucking Muslim can't tell when they taste the motherfucking pork. So I sold them niggas pork for all summer long. Yeah, nigga, now sue me. Yeah, I sold pork till I cut the chopped beef with pulled pork all summer long and not one goddamn Muslim could tell the difference. Because all them bitches is sneaking and eating pork. Or if they ain't eating pork, they suck pussy so they taste buds is thrown off to the pork. Yeah, them I, I feel good sneaking and selling them niggas $10 chopped beef sandwiches with that pulled pork cut up in it, nigga. Straight disrespecting you, nigga. Yeah, get mad about that, nigga. I did that five years ago. Bitch ass nigga. Yeah, go try to skirt me on the internet. All you niggas trying to skirt me on the internet. Catch a plane, nigga, and show up in person and make everybody in the city say, say, them niggas out of New York City looking for you, nigga. Say, it's the niggas out of California asking about you. Do that, nigga, bad motherfucker. Make Farrakhan have a million man march down here. He ain't done nothing in a while, no way, for he getting too old anyway. Yeah, he getting too old. And Facebook don't want to hit a motherfucker. Y'all don't know what to do. You can't listen to him. Yeah, we sick of that old nigga anyway. We want to hear from NBA Youngboy. Don't nobody want to hear shit from Farrakhan. We want to hear from Fujiano. We don't want to hear shit from no goddamn Muslim, nigga. You nigga can't rap. <laughs> yeah, you nigga stick to provide security at the funerals and, and shaking down rappers. But don't nobody want to hear shit no nigga talking about thumping no Quran. Nigga, we want to hear from Lil Baby. We don't want to hear from you bitch ass Muslim nigga. So shut up, Farrakhan. Don't go inside and talk. Don't come out here and talk. It's a new day, Farrakhan. And don't nobody want to hear no shit about no spaceship go come rescue all us niggas. If a spaceship come right now, I ain't getting on no motherfucking spaceship with no Muslim niggas. I don't trust no Muslim. Maria didn't trust you niggas. I don't trust no nigga that don't eat bacon. And all our life, we was trained and brought up to eat bacon. Any nigga don't eat bacon and suck pussy is an oxymoron to me. Period point blank. I nigga gonna give up bacon instead of putting his motherfucking head between the whole leg and suck up pussy. Nigga, fuck you, nigga. And all you niggas do it. All you Muslim niggas do it. Go quit the pole and suck the pussy. You stupid. You dumb. You ignorant. Fuck you. And fuck your religion, nigga. Yeah, nigga, it's funny to me. It's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, and I don't believe none of you niggas is bad enough to come do nothing to me and let the world see that y'all pussies to the white boy. Y'all didn't do nothing for Tamir Rice. Y'all didn't do nothing for Breonna Taylor. You bitch-ass niggas, Muslim niggas, didn't do nothing for Breonna Taylor. Y'all didn't do nothing for Eric Garner. Y'all let the white boy choke the big old nigga out. The big old nigga got his hands up. He's supposed to have been throwing elbows. Get off me, nigga. Bigger than he was, he let the little bitty white boy jump on his back. Them ain't the kind of nigga we is down here. 
Them ain't the kind of niggas we are. We ain't just laying now. George Floyd is in Indianapolis. He just laid there and let the nigga put his knee on his neck. Nigga, fishes flop out of water. You ever seen a fish when you get him in the boat? He flopping like a motherfucker. He want to get back in the water. Fuck, that nigga didn't want to live. Don't fiend that nigga. That's a dope fiend, ain't it? The nigga died with fentanyl in the system. And the best thing could have happened to him is for him to die. The nigga left his daughter 20 million. That nigga could have lived to be 100 years old. He wouldn't have been able to leave his daughter 20 million. He couldn't have never been able to leave his pretty little daughter 20 million. They done that baby a favor. He wasn't shit. The nigga was in and out of jail. The nigga kicked in a door, boom. That nigga 